nice, don't it? Ha! Let me tell you the true story of paradise. Camp paradise. A naturalist community on the outskirts of town back in the early 60s. In case you're unawares, naturalist, his kofer ain't got no clothes on. Needless to say, in our community, the camp was under a heap of scrutiny. And not just from peeping Tom Johnson. Yes, our town gave Liberty Floodwell a hell of a time running that place. But with the help she had, that was the least of her troubles. Especially opening day, 1962. Listen up, everyone. Breakfast is over. As you know, the season kicks off tonight with the Summer Solstice Garden Party. If it's not a huge success, this will be the last goddamn solstice this camp ever sees. So everyone better make it fucking utopian, or it's your ass getting kicked out of paradise. Local grocery clerk and notorious ledger George Green was asphyxiated with an eggplant last night. Officials have yet to rule out suicide, but others wonder, could this be the work of a killer madman on the loose? Shut that shit off! But... That's George. I buy all our secret ingredients from him. Not anymore. Roll call. Victor! Yeah? I want a feast so big, Bacchus thinks it's obscene. And we got a lot of ladies coming, so don't just throw another one of your sausage parties. My God. Dick! Yeah, Toots? Get those volleyball nets set up. And if you call me Toots one more time, I'll string up your guts instead. Whatever. Johnny! Yes, Liberty? I mean, Miss Floodwell? Just take it easy, you beautiful boy. You've been helping so much this week already. You sure? No. Go find my daughter. Never mind, I'll do it. Hope! Hope! That girl will be the death of me! Meanwhile, in her cabin across camp, Liberty's daughter was rebelling the only way she knew how. Let me tell you about a fella named Jesus Gosh Darn Christ. Oh, Gospel Cassidy. If only I could see your show tonight instead of going to this gosh darn party. I'd much rather run away with you and spread the word of the Lord than sing that dang anthem in front of all them weirdos. And with my clothes off, take me away. There you are. Mama! What the hell is this trash you're listening to? It's not what it sounds like. You know how I feel about those Jesus people. No respect for nature. 
How can you sing a harmony if you don't live in it? Mother, just because we don't want to see everyone's peaks and valleys doesn't mean we don't respect nature. We just also respect the word of God. You don't like God. You just like the boy singing his praises. Where have you been hiding this record anyway? Mama, don't. Aha. Look at this sleeve. Been hiding that 45 inside this Lenny Bruce party album I gave you, haven't you? So, what's wrong with wholesome entertainment anyway? That does it, young lady. You already missed breakfast, and I haven't heard you practice the camp song once. If you aren't ready by tonight, I'm shipping you off to live with Aunt Susie. (gasps) But she models for that gentleman's magazine. Yes, she does. And that cheesecake helped pay for this place. And don't think you're getting away with keeping your clothes on tonight, neither. But, Mama... Ah, ah, any butts from you? They better be bare. You're singing in the new tonight, and you'll like it. We'll see about that. While Mother and Daughter were having it out, Victor the cook and Dick the volleyball instructor took advantage of a free moment without liberty to enjoy the rich, invigorating flavor of two contraband cigarettes behind the mess hall. Watch where you ash that. The battle axe will come down hard on you. What? She gonna smother me with those saggy flapjacks hanging off her chest? You should not talk about our boss that way. Why can't her daughter be the naked one? The nude and the prude need to switch places. Those bare little titties would be a couple of sweet perks. Shizen, she is just a child. If there's grass on the court, play volleyball. Enough. Don't you know that nudity and sex have nothing to do with each other? Have you no respect for the naturalist way? I stuff it, you wiener casing. Oh, now I need another cigarette for my nerves, and we are all out. I only hope the next grocer is as discreet in his deliveries as George was. What happened to George? He was murdered. Didn't you hear it on the news? There is a killer on the loose, I tell you. You need to stop listening to them crime reports. You need to start. Mark my words. You'll be sorry. All of you! Hey, where are you going? Sausage business! Well, watch out for murderers! Spaz. Now I need another cigarette. Hey! What are you doing here? Well, I know I'm a handsome SOB, but that doesn't mean you get to stare. Hey, what's that? At that very moment, Hope was packing her bags and looking for a one-way ticket out of Camp Paradise. Johnny! Oh, didn't see you there, Hope. Can you give me a ride into town? Town? Say, why you got those suitcases? Are you running away? Please, Johnny. Gospel Cassidy is coming through town and I gotta leave this cesspool of sin before it's too late. Gee, I don't know. 
I don't think your mother would like that very much. Wouldn't like what? Hope, what's in those suitcases? If you must know, this one has my clothes and this one has my record player. So Gospel Cassidy and I can listen to all his albums together on tour. Goodbye, mother. <gasps> That's what you think, you ungrateful brat. You're in serious trouble and there's nothing, I repeat, nothing that's going to get you out of it. Come quick, everyone. What is it now, Victor? Dick, oh, it's horrible. Ain't that the truth? You, you don't understand. Someone strung him up by his guts. It was a, a heroin sack. Dick's intestines had been pulled out and used to hang the volleyball net. To get the hatches right, one of the poles had been inserted where the sun don't shine, even in your birthday suit. Though no one particularly missed Dick. It was a perverted thing to do to the camp pervert. Who has a stick up their ass now? Mother! A man has been murdered! I've said it since you hired me. There's a killer on the loose. No bull, Dragnet. Question is, where were you when it happened? <gasps> Do you really think anyone here is capable of doing something like this? I don't think you're capable of anything if all of you let this happen right under your noses. Unless you're all in on it together. But I'm the one that told you! Classic misdirection. For all we know, you did it, Mom! Yeah, we all heard you threaten him this morning. How dare you! I only use the threat of violence to keep this place running. Don't make me change that! <laughs> Johnny, you're awfully quiet. What do you think? Miss Floodwell could never do something like this. Brown noser. Great. Sounds like a guest just showed up five hours early. Rude! Don't just stand there. Get that body down. What do you mean? We must call the police. You kidding? Word gets out, tonight's party is ruined. And so are we. My God. You heard the lady. Oh, this is horrible. I'm leaving. Good idea. Go distract whoever just showed up. Victor, Johnny, stuff what's left of Dick in the equipment locker. <laughs> Goodbye, mother. <laughs> Oh. He will never fit. We must schnitzel this wiener. As if I didn't have my mind made up before. I can't wait to call the police on this heckhole. Gospel Cassidy, here I come. Oh! What are you doing here? A pleasure to see you too, Missy. Where is your mother? She and I need to have a word. Mr. Harold... Inspector Chase, thank you. Something terrible has happened. I'll say. Your mother is about to open this camp with an expired inspection certificate. But Mr. Harold... Inspector Chase! And I don't want any butts unless they're sitting on a towel. Now, where is your mother? <sighs> Follow me. See for yourself. Inspector Chase walked onto the volleyball court, just as Victor and Johnny finished shoving the last of Dick's intestines into the ball locker. Never mind they left a hand hanging out. 
The blinding sight of everyone's birthday suits kept Harold from noticing anything long enough for Liberty to redirect him to the kitchen. She then went to the office to enjoy a breakdown in peace. Goddamn fools. Leaving a goddamn hand hanging out like it's a haunted house. Gonna ruin all I've built. I need a cigarette. (coughs) Fuck's sake. Haven't needed one of these since Pastor Cobb tried to cover us in tar and feathers. (coughs) One second! Fuck. Come in! Miss Floodwell, I wanted to make sure you... Are you smoking a cigarette? I thought you said those were forbidden. Forgive me, Johnny. I'm a nervous wreck. Thought of losing all we've worked for has got me sweating like a priest reading Playboy. Why'd that some bitch have to come today? I hate to see you worry like this. Can I rub your shoulders? Pardon for saying, but your muscles look tense. Well... Get to it, then! Mm, you're such a remarkable woman, Liberty. May I call you that? I don't think the rest of the fellows appreciate just how much you do around here. And you're pretty to boot. Shucks, Johnny, you're such a nice boy. Almost make me feel 16 again. No, you don't have to butter me up, right? What do you mean? You have my blessing. You and Hope would make a lovely couple. She'll come around one of these days. Right. Well, Hope is a lovely young lady, but uh, I think a woman is like a fine wine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Johnny, so wise beyond your years. No, I I mean I'd prefer someone more experienced. Someone like... Holy hell, is that the time? Get off me. Guess we'll be here in two hours and the ten ain't set up. See you soon, beautiful. Meanwhile, Hope begrudgingly gave Harold the scenic tour of the grounds to give Victor time to clean the kitchen. However, she couldn't delay the inevitable forever. How much further? I think you're giving me the runaround. It's true, Inspector. I've strict orders to do so. Like I was saying before, my mother is hiding something. No, she isn't. No, I mean she's covering up. (laughs) That'd be a first. Oh, what I'm trying to say is... is... I don't have all day. What is it? (sighs) Here's the kitchen. About time. Now, to just push open this creaky-looking door... Your cook's lying down in a pool of blood! Oh no, the killer's struck again! I'm feeling lightheaded. I think I'm gonna... (laughs) (laughs) Inspector Chase! Wake up! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Hope ran to the front office to tell her mother about the dead cook and the unconscious health inspector. Leastways, that's what she intended, till she was crossing the parking lot and saw Inspector Chase Studebaker just sitting there 
All purty. <clears throat> I can hotwire that car for you if you want, Miss Hope. Johnny! What are you doing here? Just checking on your mother. She's under so much stress. What with the murders. Murders? You mean you know about Victor? Hard to keep a secret around here. You don't say. Uh, just how quick can you hotwire that car? I'll show you. Just gotta unlock it. Oh, look. It was already unlocked. Oops. After I get this baby started, can you give me a ride into town? I gotta see the new greengrocer. Weevil's gotten the maters again. I don't know. I'm in an awful hurry, and I won't be able to drive you back. I wasn't counting on it. <sighs> you know, maybe I should say goodbye to my mother first. I'm afraid I can't let you do that. Why not? Get in the car, Hope. I'm not going anywhere with you. We'll see about that. <clears throat> Come here. With you out of the way, your mother will finally see. I'm much better as a lover than a son-in-law. Ow! You bit me. Yes, I did. And no, you may not have a ride. How do I make it go? Let me in. I'll drive. Stay away. Ah. Hey, quit driving so fast. I can't hold up. You're not my mother's type! Was it long before Liberty found Victor's body in a pool of his own blood and Harold his own urine? Smell was strong enough to burn the bush off Moses, but Liberty plugged her nose and started dragging her dead cook away by the loins. Always knew you were dead weight. Next life, lay off the Frankfurters. Liberty? What are you... Is that Victor? Afraid so, Johnny. Head bashed in with his own meat hammer. Who could do such a thing? <laughs> oh, Johnny, I know he was your friend. Now pull it together. We gotta hide this body before guests arrive. Not to mention deal with that meddling health inspector. I tried moving him first, but he's heavier than survivor's guilt. All right, Liberty. I'm here for you. Thanks, Johnny. I don't know what I'd do without you. What happened, by the way? You're all beat up. Hope. I tried to stop her from leaving, but she wouldn't have it. She wanted to get away as fast as possible. How do you like that? Forsaken by my own flesh and blood. She didn't even say goodbye. Johnny, may I confide in you? Of course, Liberty. I'm at the end of my rope. My staff keeps getting killed, and I just know my daughter's going to expose everything. For once. If we don't get these murders under control, this party will be nothing more than our camp's death rattle. What I'm trying to say is, Johnny, you're the only person I can trust. Would you do something for me? Uh, Anything, my queen. So you'll be our security for the evening? Oh. Uh, of course. Uh, 
I'll keep an eye out for anyone suspicious and make sure your party is a huge success. You sweet, beautiful boy. I could just give you a kiss. Mwah. Oh, Liberty. I'll never wash this cheek again. Make a trip to the showers anyway and take care of that thing. As much as I appreciate your noticeable excitement, we've still got work to do. Where, where am I? Notice! Hope sputtered down the winding country road at top speed. Though she feared what may happen to her mother, she knew there was no going back now. Or forward, for that matter. Once she blew out the clutch on Harold Studebaker. More like stupid, Baker. What's wrong with you, car? Why didn't I pay attention when Mother was trying to show me how to build an engine? Forget it. It's getting dark and I'm stuck out here with nothing but gophers and greasy hands. Not only am I gonna get murdered, now I'll never marry Gospel Cassidy. Hey, young thing. Need some assistance? Gracious, is that really you? Gospel Cassidy, I'm your biggest fan. I was going to try to see you play in town tonight, and then, and then... Whoa there, sweetheart. Glad you like my god music, bless his name, but show's been canceled. It... it has? Yeah, I got one hell of a bitchin' hangover. Now, move over and let a man take a look under that hood. Oh... Well, thank you, Mr. Cassidy. I can't tell you what a thrill it is to have a man like you helping little old me. I think what you do to spread the good word is so important. Here's your problem. Car's got a bad case I won't run worth a goddamn. How about you hop in with me, gorgeous? Yes! Uh, if you insist. This is so exciting. Where are we headed, anyway? Reckon I was headed to the opening night party over at this, uh, nature camp I heard about. Camp Paradise? You know it? My mom runs it. Liberty Floodwell? God bless it. I've been reading about your mother and her ideals. What about returning to nature and getting naked and so on? Changed my whole outlook on life. Not you, too. You and I were going to have kids and tour as a family band with Gospel Jr. on tambourine and Hope Jr. on vibraslap. Hold up, Missy. I don't even know your name. Besides, you of all people should know Gospel Cassidy is a solo act. Now, let's head on back to your naked home. We can't. There's a murderer on the loose. You sound like one of them crime report wackos. I swear, Johnny the Pool Boy, he's killed twice today and he's looking to make it three... Me! Calm down, sugar. He tries anything, I'll put the fear of God in him. Where'd you find a pistol shaped like a crucifix? And so Gospel drove Hope back of the winding path to Camp Paradise. The party had already started when they arrived. Remember, we have to find my mother before Johnny sees us. When do we take our clothes off? our wedding night. Now hurry up. Mr. and Mrs. Amberly, Widow Grimm, Josephine the Bronze Venus herself. So good to see you. Please, make yourselves comfortable, and I do mean comfortable. (laughs) Who do you have to kill for a little help around here? 
Hope, where the hell have you been? Running for my life. Mother, I have to tell you. Hello, who's this? Gospel Cassidy, ma'am. May I say it's a real pleasure. Not for me it ain't. You've been leading my daughter astray. This little filly? On the contrary, I just finished driving her back up here. Is that so? Yes, but listen, I know who murdered... I am conversing with this gentleman. Do not interrupt. Mr. Cassidy, you were saying your business is finished here? Contrary again. I have a reservation for the week. Under the name Adam Firstman. Hello, I'm trying to tell you who the killer is. Damn hope, then spit it out already. The party started and time's a-wasting. The killer is... Finish checking the perimeter, Miss Floodwell. You were right. This axe does make me feel a lot safer. Oh, hi, Hope. Hi, Johnny. Hope was just about to tell us who the killer is. Oh, who's the killer, Hope? Uh, I mean, uh... Didn't you say the killer's name was Johnny? How dare you, Hope? Johnny's been the only one I could count on to do anything around here. Why, he's been on patrol in case anyone suspicious does show up. Lucky he didn't catch you sneaking back into camp. I could never do anything to harm your daughter, Liberty. Unless, of course, she tried to come between us. Johnny, you're such a flirt. I think I'm starting to like it. Cicada o'clock already? Time to get this garden party started. Hope, get that dress off. Excuse me? You've known about this for a month. Strip to your loo and get ready to sing the camp anthem. Everyone's waiting for us to kick things off. I can't. I won't. Hold on. You said you wanted to sing gospel with me. Reckon this is the perfect time to show me what you got. You... you want to hear me sing? Of course. Besides, it's like I always say, the show must go on. In fact, I'm going up front so I can watch with your mother. I'll escort you both. Johnny, that's all right. I need you to watch Hope and make sure she doesn't try anything funny while I make my speech. And keep an eye on the crowd for any suspicious characters. Your wish is my command. And don't worry, I won't take my eyes off you. Either of you. With that, the four of them made their way to the front of the crowd. All eyes turned to the Floodwell ladies. Good pudding. I don't remember the party being so big. Just imagine the audience with their clothes on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third annual Camp Paradise Garden Party. Please enjoy the cider and what's left of the sausage bites. Just remember to lay down a towel before you sit on anything. Last year, we thought we had a snail infestation. (laughs) And now, to kick off the summer season, my very own daughter will sing the Paradise Anthem. You're up, Buttercup. You can do it, Hope. Don't forget to strip. Here goes nothing. Oh, Liberty. Your girl's got a hell of a figure. Not bad yourself, Godman. <laughs> <laughs> Just like her mother. <laughs> what? How dare he? <laughs> we love your light camp paradise. We hold you in our souls. Free us from 
Unity and open up a... Hold it! Johnny, no! Liberty is mine! Whoa, they are killer. Sorry, sweetness. I missed. No duty. Watch where you swing that thing, Junior. I saw you flirting with my liberty. She belongs to me. Johnny, I had no idea. But you're just a child. Anyway, I'm married to this camp. And I'll tell you, marriage ain't what it's cracked up to be. You and I could never be together. Who fired that shot? Inspector Harold Chase at your service! Oh lord, he escaped! Thought you could keep me hogtied in the walk-in cooler, did you? Think I've never been taken hostage? I'm a health inspector, damn it! Where'd you get that gun? Had it up me the whole time! <gasps> Liberty! <sighs> yes, Johnny. Even if things didn't work out between us, I, I will always love. Ow. By the power vested in me by the Christ the King Health Department, I declare this camp closed for the next 60 days pending reevaluation. Anyone have a cigarette? Following the abrupt ending of Camp Paradise's third and final garden party, Harold was promoted to a regional subdivision of the Missouri State Health Board. The bullet Harold fired went straight through Johnny's left superior pulmonary vein. In other words, he died of a broken heart. Gospel Cassidy also died shortly thereafter of autoerotic asphyxiation. Like so many entertainers, he loved his public but did not know how to love himself. After the authorities found Dick and Victor's bodies, Liberty was sentenced to three years in prison for obstruction of justice. She met a fellow named Gerald through one of them inmate pen pal programs and moved back to St. Lou. She and Gerald started a self-help clinic for sexually repressed small business owners. As for Hope, she recovered from that bullet to the backside almost as fast as she recovered from her infatuation with that gospel singer. She eventually took over Camp Paradise and converted it to a modesty-based Christian family retreat. Things went great until Hope was forced to hire a young plumber by the name of Gianni to help her bring the place up to code, only for Gianni to take an unhealthy interest in her personal plumbing so to speak. That, however, would be another desperate nightmare. You have been listening to Desperate Nightmares from Christ the King, Missouri. Episode, Trouble in Camp Paradise. Dramatized by Sadie Kiljegian and Reeves Elliott and featuring the Christ the King players. Deirdre Dempsey-Rush as Liberty Floodwell. Sadie Kiljegian as Hope Floodwell. John Freestad as Johnny. Michael Citroniti as Victor the Cook and Gospel Cassidy. Bennett Clarkson as Inspector Harold Chaste. Reeves Elliott as Dick the Volleyball Instructor. And additional voices by Audrey Harris. With B.B. DeMore as your narrator. Recorded at Christ the King Studios in Brooklyn, New York. 
Narration recorded by B.B. DeMore in the basement of Christ the King's Second Methodist Church. Edited and mastered by Jack Healy. With closing theme by Arrington de Dioniso. And opening theme by Arrington de Dioniso and Willard Fresco. Additional music by Kevin McLeod and Audionautics. Sound effects from freesound.org and the YouTube audio library. Desperate Nightmares brought to you by executive producer Willard Fresco in Absentia with co-producers Reeves Elliott and Jack Healy. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. Please rate and review on iTunes or whichever platform you use to listen to this show. And come join us on our Facebook page. Willard may or may not be dead, but you keep the nightmares alive. about a fella named Jesus gosh darn Christ he was mighty fine turned to water to wine I filled my whiskey cup with ice he went out with the boys one night and you know they got to drinking three days later woke up and said was I dead or am I just stinking <laughs>